0: What's popping? Brand new whip, just hopped, just hopped in. I got options. What's poppin', GW? <laughs> What's <Thank> you,
1: Natalie? <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. What's poppin', GW? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is one of your hosts here, Amanda, back at it again. Next episode, we have Natalie outside. Hey! We have Clea in the studio, in the stew, cooking it up literally shuffling it up so we are back with the second episode of the season week two we're getting into school um classes are really really kicking it up a notch but why don't we why don't we decompress with you know your fellow hosts let's let's take let's take a little, a little let's beat. Decompress. let's take a beat let's, <laughs> let's take a beat and and let's let's get into what's popping in in the news in pop culture so, first things first, last episode, we had a whole ordeal surrounding Army Hammer and his relationships with women, I guess. Um, he's been called an outright cannibal. Yep, that's English. Um, and nobody, it's so, we were talking about how it's so outlandish that we didn't really believe it. I know, Claya, you were like, this isn't true.
2: Yes, but... It could be true. Okay. Because, you know, people in Hollywood, people with power, they just go to some weird ends, you know, things like
1: progress. Yeah. Well, so Natalie, based on what we talked about last week, how likely do you think that, like, these fetishes and, like, all all of these things relating to ARMY, how true do you think
0: there is why would you put me on the spot like that Wait, i <laughs> i well, i because i think i'm trying to i'm trying to gauge the,
1: the the pool out here because there's some new information that might sway how you feel.
0: want to hear the new information but i kind of agree with what claire was saying last week about how people in power just turn to some weird shit on their board yeah yeah definitely and it's really
1: interesting when you like research more into army and his family and find out like that his grandfather was like one of these like oil extractors i don't know what the word for that is don't mind me but like in the back in like the 30s like Um, when they were like
0: making old money money, like
1: really really old money and apparently like one of his grandfathers it was actually like insane like he would beat his wife like senseless and i don't i don't know so there's like a history
2: so of we think illness. that his grandfather or great-grandfather beating his wife is the reason that army is well the, the they
3: actually have you ever had a dream that that you um you had
1: I remember reading this article was that they called his grandfather like insane and so like you know it would make sense that um like i don't know psych
3: you do you you want you
1: psychotic tendencies sadism so is he psychotic <laughs> okay okay well listen well i mean uh, okay okay let's let's get into the the development new stuff yeah yeah so um basically one of his ex-girlfriends her name is Paige the 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 vents so she she quotes that um he used to Get into knife branding, and would also intentionally bruise her. So he had this whole like fascination with marking her and um, knife play. So for uh, the kids out there who don't know at home, knife play is where you involve um, a knife in your sexual activities. Basically, so he would cut off her bra. What the f- f- am
0: I the kids at home? Because I didn't- <laughs> that's awful. Okay, continue.
1: You cut off like the the bra, the clothes off, the underwear and also That's
2: expensive.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> Old money. Old money. Then also trail the knife against the skin, right? But it, it went even further than that. So the photo that I had sent in the group chat earlier with just like the random stomach with the really like dumb the red mark the thing. red mark on it so he carved a onto her lower stomach like right above her <laughs> pelvis
2: i thought it was an a and then i thought of pretty little liars and i was like this is so funny no. this is so
1: great i are going to talk about pretty little <laughs> no no it's not a pretty little liars reference it's um a scarlet army. scarlet letter reference oh
2: Have i thought ever- a for army <laughs> Have-
0: no <laughs>
1: <laughs> just keep getting it wrong <laughs> have you have you ever seen the scarlet letter like in the movie easy a like she she the, the main character does it off the, the plot of the scarlet letter but basically like you have a bright red a on you to like so everyone knows what? you're a everyone knows that you're a <laughs> basically oh. um so apparently like So he would, he did that. She has a permanent scar with that now that she has to get removed. Um, And he like bragged about it to his friends at the gym and was just like, I don't, he continued. Did she not know that was
0: happening or that he was going to do that?
1: So I think the whole gist around these relationships, because in the, in the documents where, you know, they have their lawyers make their, their statements, they... They don't imply that anything happened unconsensually because that would, like, have be grounds for a lawsuit or for legal action or anything. Basically, what they're trying to put out there is that this man is, like, extremely manipulative, extremely, like, emotionally controlling and would persuade these women to fall into situations that they would have never found themselves in any other way as a result of like you know his abusive tactics so and I think that the the fascination with the knife like oh well wait until you guys hear this next part let me let me let's talk about that so um if you guys remember we also uh spoke of the like the testament from his one of another one of his exes courtney courtney book Buk Buskov oh my god buscovich natalie's sister <laughs> natalie's sister courtney Buskovich, or whatever well i feel bad for her and this girl named Paige, because these two women both have the same story. Basically, he consistently brought up the idea and wanted to execute the idea of uh, surgically removing one of their ribs so that what? he can eat it. So that he can eat their rib.
2: Both of them, both of both of them-, them so so f- weirdly specific that there's no way that this isn't true Mm -hmm. that is so weird yeah i thought i was really like i was waiting for you to finish so i could like devil's advocate this and be like you know well like you know i like to leave marks but uh i don't want Mm -hmm. the line has been drawn that is weird yeah
1: he the the word that he kept using was i want to consume you like he was he wanted to eat um he wanted to eat them. Does this not make him a cannibal? He has a desire to consume human flesh. But was he
2: saying it in like a sexual way? I mean, okay, I, I mean, I feel like there are sexual cannibals. It doesn't change. The- no, I know, but I'm saying like, do we think? because I was reading an article about, well, I didn't read it. I like saw it okay. And it was like, is I read the title? and it was like, is cannibalism the same thing as, like, there was another word for, like, like the, fetish. the fetish? Okay. And then it was too long. But I feel like, in his case, it it mattered, well, like, it matters what the context that he's doing this stuff is in. Like, okay. if they're just, like, chilling and he's like, I really want to eat your ribs, or whatever he said, it'd be, like, f-ing weird. Okay. But then if he's, like, if they're, like, hot and heavy... And like, he's, I mean, it's still weird, but okay. it's like.
1: wouldn't But wouldn't you agree that in history, like with most, like for example, Jeffrey Dahmer, world's most famous cannibal. He was known for, in the way that he recruited his victims was bringing them over for sex especially like back in the i don't know was it the 60s when that was going on like gay sex and like homosexuality just in general was a very taboo thing he would bring them over like under that guise he would specifically pick out like you know the young fresh ones oh really he would kill them Or he would lobotomize them to the point where they would just be zombies so that, like, he could, like, they were just vegetables. He could do anything that he wanted with them. Um, And then, and then he would either kill them and then, like, assault them. And then he would cut them up and then, you know, do his army hammer. My point is one of the world's most famous cannibals, his obsession was, I would say, definitely sexually motivated. Okay, I see
2: what you're saying.
1: Cause I, I didn't want, I didn't, I don't want to say that Jeffrey Dahmer like, like fucked the dead bodies,
2: but like he, he probably he, did. He, like I'm pretty sure that's what they found. I see. I um, mean, I don't know, but also like the reason that I was, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep an open mind, and that's because Angelina Jolie is also into knife play. She's obsessed with knives and she has a or i don't know if she still does i guess she's not married anymore i don't think but at one point in time she had like a vial of her husband's blood Mm, around her that's kind of hot i think that's hot like i'm sorry i think that's hot so yeah as i was saying i think also angel no one's thinking of angelina jolie as like weird as hell right like people are like oh she's eccentric but she's Mm -hmm. sexy
0: Where did she get the blood from?
2: Probably like a finger. Like a hand, like a palm. Mm.
1: That's hot to you? Like, the idea of being so bonded with someone that... Best friends even do that.
2: Oh, okay. Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller wedding was full blood. When Jolie was married to Thornton in the early 2000s, the couple famously wore one another's blood in vials around their neck. I think than that it was like a marriage thing
1: i think having your like okay even even so i think doing that i think that's hard as i think i i think that's i think that's cool Uh, like comparing like a diamond ring like that essentially holds no value in in the grand scheme of things when if you have something like blood i don't know that's that's mo- I would say that has more if we're th- gonna think about things in terms of like physical energy, like yeah. an energy flow like yeah. a, like blood like a blood and is gonna- exactly.
2: and you can clone them okay. if be. yeah, you know, you never know when you need to
1: do that. It looks like we're heading in that direction. I never really knew that about Angelina though.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, she's pretty like she's a she's she's pretty kooky. yeah. I'm reading this article about her right now and sh- and she said, Like, I guess she was asked what, how this whole thing, how her knife play obsession started, not obsession, but interest started. Mm -hmm. She said, I had started having sex with my boyfriend and the sex and the emotions didn't feel enough. I was no longer a little girl. Uh, In the moment of wanting to feel closer to my boyfriend, I grabbed a knife and cut him. He cut me back. I'm sorry. (laughs) That is, there is no consent there. I would be terrified maybe that's the kind of relationship they she had she
1: cut him first
2: yes and then he cut her back that's
1: some army hammer shit right that's there. some super army hammer oh another thing about the the girl uh Paige, the new woman that's spoken out about army she also um, has gotten dms of photos of herself that she never knew were taken so like of her like blindfolded and like put in weird positions like. I guess, like, what she's saying is that he took photos of her while she was blindfolded bold, blindfolded, and, like...
2: Wait, where did she receive... Wait. She
1: got an Instagram DM from, from a, like, random person. And she thinks that ARMY sent them? I, I, I'm guessing, because, like, yeah, uh, because I'm was assuming that they did blindfolded things together.
2: Yeah, but why would he expose that? if he's already in the thick of it as he is now. Maybe that, now that's making me
1: Maybe that's maybe that's just in the, the maybe I I missed I misread that that part of the okay. the article but the point is is that like he was hit, he was taking photos of her of that and she didn't know. Like mm. it's just like it's just that's that's serial killer behavior. That's this is all serial killer behavior my opinion.
2: I think so. Well, he's not doing it, though, so he's not serious. He's not
1: an offender, so it's
2: okay. Unless what if he has killed people and we just don't know. And the money
1: covered it up. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Anyways, (laughs) um, on to lighter subjects. On to a lighter subject. It always
1: gets really dark when we start talking about (laughs) army (laughs)
2: it really brings the
1: room down. I remember when I was editing last week's episode, I, I was considering putting like music over like some of the parts and I was like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> like, this is so morbid and not okay. Um, but in lighter news, a really hot topic that has been trending is the infamous song by Olivia Rodrigo driver's license um it's it's what probably tiktok's like most popular song right now i would say like within the past few weeks if you go on your free i know i know you clea don't use tiktok but um if you go if you have been going on your free you page for the past two weeks like you will see at least 10 videos that go you said forever now i drive alone past your street.
0: red lights stop sign
1: and then it just gets really into it but Mm.
0: we should play the song
1: yeah i think i think that would be that would be really entertaining for the audience
3: i got my driver's license last week just like we always talked about because you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house but today i drove through the suburbs I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. And I just can't imagine how you could be so OK now that I'm gone. Guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Cause you said forever, now I drive alone across your street. just can't imagine how you could be so okay Now that I'm gone. Cause you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me Cause you said forever now I drive along past your street Yeah, you said forever
0: now I drive you past your street Natalie, do you like the song? Mm, I don't Okay, this is about to get real controversial. I don't like the song itself, but like I told you earlier, I'm very invested in the drama. Yeah. And my friends are all really obsessed with the song and all of it. I know
1: a friend of a friend who wrote the song. So I don't want to like give any discredit to him. It has nothing to do with him at all. But sure. just like as a whole, like it, ju- it reminds me, the sound of it and the tune reminds me of like, like I'm an organ. Like, yeah, like a Target song, you know what I mean? Like, you you go to a Target, and you just hear some white girl, like, like, belting about her ex-boyfriend.
0: I mean, it's just like, I grew up on 2013 and 14 Tumblr, so this song is not what's going to break me.
2: Right, (laughs) right. Okay, so it's like, it's like, like a Charlie Puth vibe, but a girl.
1: Even, even weaker than that. Because try, put
2: some okay, respect first, on Charlie all, I love Poo's Charlie Puth's music. Don't get me wrong. I all So many of his songs are bangers and I'm sitting here like, why is this hitting so hard right now? I have cried to Charlie Puth. We might have to edit. I might edit this out actually. I don't know if people need to know that I cried to Charlie Puth. <laughs> it was on the radio in the car that doesn't have aux. <laughs> and I crumbled. <laughs> That's
1: so terrible. Back
2: to Jesus. what we were saying though. That, um what were we saying oh you were asking about you were talking about the song Mm -hmm. just the song
1: in general driver's license so there is a whole thing going along with this because the the girl who wrote it olivia rodrigo she is the star of a disney channel plus original show which it's like it's like the high school musical reboot. Oh, cuz you know that's a, that's where Olivia how Olivia Rodrigo and the guy know each other. Oh, we're getting into that. But so they're on they're on this reboot show together. Um Olivia Rodrigo, Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett. This is the key dude in the love triangle here, right? Apparently Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett used to be an item. Maybe they were boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't know, but the whole song is about how they broke up and like, you know, the lyric, you said forever, but now I, I drive alone past your street. Talking about this, how he left her for this blonde girl, right? So apparently Joshua Bassett's new girl is Sabrina Carpenter. So like everyone has been paying attention to this. Like, you know, Natalie's been saying because the tea, the tea is really hot. It is. She's also, <laughs>
0: nice. has the, musical, the musical, the series.
1: High School Musical the series, that's what it's called. So, yeah, so it, like, people have been speculating whether or not this song and her releasing it is like, you know, a genuine expression of how she's feeling on the situation. But a lot of people, which is, I'm more leaning towards this, think that it's all involved in a promotion just for the High School Musical show so people have looked at the music video for driver's license um i think this is what you were talking about natalie like with like the car and everything or maybe you were talking about yeah
0: something yeah
1: but basically people have found like parallels between The music video of "Driver's License" and a music video of Joshua Bassett's song. So apparently, there are a lot of like visuals that directly correspond with one another. So
2: Joshua Bassett makes music too,
1: because they're both on High School Musical the series. Because they sing, you know. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Um, But basically, the main point of this, main focus of this story right now, um, is the the blonde girl that Joshua Bassett is currently with her name was sabrina carpenter she is famous on disney channel she was on uh in girl meets world that reboot and uh she's also in tall girl apparently but she recently came out with a song called skin and it's it's like a direct response to to the song driver's license so this also ties into the conspiracy about it just Uh. being promotion so let me just pull up the lyrics real quick. Okay, yeah. So, From
0: a really musical standpoint, that song also sucks.
1: Skin, <laughs> you listened to it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read um, the verses from Olivia's song and then we'll compare them to Sabrina's um so this is the first we'll do a verse by verse i guess so olivia's first verse i got my driver's license last week just like we always talked about because you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house but today i drove through the suburbs crying because you weren't around And sabrina goes maybe we could have been friends if i met you in another life maybe then we could pre- pretend there's no gravity in the words we write maybe you didn't mean it Maybe blonde was the only rhyme. The only rhyme. And then uh, Olivia's next verse is, And you're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt. She's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. Damn. Yeah, today I drove through the suburbs. Because how could I ever love someone else? And then Sabrina sabrina's next verse is want my heart to be breaking, breakin no i'm happy and you hate it hate it oh i'm not asking you to let it go but you've been telling your side so i'll be telling mine
0: so dramatic <laughs>
1: So the, Olivia's last verse, and I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. And I just can't imagine how you would be so okay now that I'm gone. Guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me cause you said forever. Now I drive alone past your street. And then Sabrina's final ver- ver- verse in her chorus is you can try to get under my, under my, under my skin while he's on mine. Yeah, all on my, all on my, all on my skin. I wish you knew that even you can't get under my skin if
0: I don't let you in. So the girls are fighting. They're fighting. She's literally saying you can't get under my skin unless I let you in. Babe, you wrote this whole song about her. Like she clearly got under your skin. That's so embarrassing for you. Like if she didn't get under your skin, why are you out here like so defensive? Like. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like, in a way, just for, just not. A, you do you. You want
1: the conspiracies aside. It just makes her seem like she's rubbing it in her face. Like, yeah, I have your man. She's
0: trying way too hard to prove that.
2: I'm, I'll humor the situation, and I really, on from a from a girl support girls like standpoint. I don't understand why. I also haven't I guess heard driver's license completely but from the lyrics I er heard it wasn't even about Sabrina Carpenter at all. It was about the guy. (laughs) All she mentioned was that she's a blonde. She didn't even say anything about her positive or negative. It was about she was talking to her mans and now not her mans making her ex-mans making a song but the other girl making a song about it Mm -hmm. like and saying you know that whole like under skin on skin
0: like unnecessary. However, Sabrina Carpenter is just so insecure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) However, Olivia Rodrigo is on the Disney show. Sabrina Carpenter also on a Disney show. They have probably like through Disney, some kind of connection. Oh, connection. Like they might be part of the same, uh, record label management or management or management. Exactly. And like, For this drama to just come up out of nowhere with so much heat, so Mm -hmm. much flame, and, like, seems very industry plant-ish. Right. Seems very much, like...
1: And how, like, how often do you hear Disney Channel stars getting into beef. Yeah. Like that doesn't exist in this world because they're so well, polished.
2: it did exist. Do you remember back in the day with Demi Lovato? Oh, Demi, Miley.
1: Okay. overall, oh, yeah. Demi, Miley and Selena. I believe all that was over, real. All over the same man, all over the one same man. Do you remember who it fucking was? Nick Jonas. They <laughs> all ruined their friendships. De- absolutely destroyed their friendships over fucking Nick Jonas nick jonas miley cyrus wrote seven things about nick jonas
2: (laughs) about nick jonas oh my god i know yeah
1: but the the difference is between that they didn't publicize the the feud i feel like i feel like they're using this as a direct strategy to get this song viral and to to get more uh credit to their names and have more like recognition on who they are i haven't even heard of joshua bassett or olivia rodrigo once prior to this i i've heard the name sabrina carpenter i've um, heard the name but like ab- prior to this absolutely irrelevant and you know what this whole like like sabrina carpenter song versus olivia song reminds me of like this this is this situation would be as if like Becky with the good hair wrote a song after Beyonce's sorry like making a response to it like yeah. sis, this is not about you yeah this is about the terrible man or I mean I like I guess you know Joshua Bassett he probably like wasn't an awful like partner or I, I you can't make that yeah. assumption they just broke it just didn't work out but yeah, I think that, um, good, you know what? Good job, Disney. You're doing something right. This is something fun. This is something fresh. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about the song. Everyone's talking about the drama. It's like, it, I feel like for so long, the, the company has been dwindling because they used to make all of their money mostly on like their TV shows and their movies. As of recently, they've mostly depended on like their movie franchises, like, like princesses, whatever. Yeah. So all the sequels now now they're investing in children <laughs> they're back
2: on the they're back on
1: teen, teenage drama yeah that's what they're investing their money in i should ask the the person that i know that contributed to the song if i ever get the opportunity i a secret i want to i want to know the tea i want to know the real tea
2: okay but the fact that she didn't even write the song like
1: I mean that's herself. that's like I feel like well that that's no that is the thing with every artist ever because I, like Taylor Swift, for example, or Billie Eilish, for example, they've all, well, I mean, Taylor Swift is actually, she, Taylor Swift is known for writing her songs. Thank so you. I'm gonna, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was like. never mind. Never mind. I, I got confused. But like Billie Eilish, for example, or. Um, She's written a
2: lot of her songs. You her and her brother, you know, like so, write and produce them, don't so, they?
1: Well, so the thing about that is that, like they have always, like for example, Ocean Eyes, they were saying that Billie had written it like for a long time, that was like the big story. But if you, I had researched it and if you look back in like the first like testimony of how that song came to be, Phineas wrote that song for his band and gave it to Billy. The whole thing, the way in, in this industry, the way that like your image is formed is mostly dependent on you presenting yourself as authentic in what you do. Now, like nowadays, and it's mostly always been like this, but if you think about like people like Britney Spears back in her time or who like or Madonna, like these people were essentially like re- scouted, recruited by the, their um, record label. They were scouted um, and they were just presented the perfect image, like that, whatever the company like created. And that, that was it, and audiences just accepted it. But the, the differences between that and nowadays is that you have artists like Olivia Rodrigo, like Billie Eilish. They, they have the front that everything they produce is authentic to their own work and their own style. The fact that Billie Eilish has been homeschooled all of her life has been like pushed into the arts all her life. Her parents made a rule ever since she was little that they couldn't go to, like if they couldn't go to bed, that they could write music. Like they, they've always like encouraged them to go into music but, and it's been set up for her for her own, whole life. And she's just like a, you know, mod. I think I would say she was a moderately wealthy girl who already had industry connections because her parents were in the industry. What I'm saying is that what, how she is presenting herself right now is absolutely orchestrated. Every single element mm. of it. Her her oh. fashion, the way that she talks, the way that like she expresses herself, like I think that every element of it is like the perfect concoction for, for like a, a modern star.
0: I think her thing is she just like isn't putting on a front and she just like doesn't really give a shit and she's letting that like be known and I feel like you think because she doesn't have the same like perfect image that every other celebrity or like whatnot tries to have that you think that's her Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know
0: so so I I see what you mean like like me with like wearing like oversized clothes and shit is like she doesn't want like she wants people to love her or like admire her for her music and like that's the realest part about her and like does not Want anyone to like, just talk about her for her body or how she looks or whatnot.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I. I don't think that's her being like. I don't know. No, no, that's not what I was saying either. That that's. I want to make it very clear that I was not saying that to anybody who's listening. Um, I'm not saying that her relatability um, is is. I, I think the the persona is really important to consider. But even in her last Vanity Fair interview, she was talking about the line of like, where does Billie begin and where Billie Eilish, Eilish ends?
2: The performer. Right. I remember her saying something. And she like was taught, I've been, and
1: I've been thinking about this ever since she's taken off like two years ago, like because she's gotten just exponentially more and more famous with every release that she's been doing. But I've like I've taken notice of her very distinct style and and I've always wondered like how how it is from the inside if it's you know people just being like okay Billy like you're like we advise you to do this and that like you but you can take whatever direction you want or if it's more invasive and it's like like this. Is, this is your look. This is your vibe. This is how you're gonna present yourself to be. Like we're never gonna know exactly mm-hmm. how it is. But her making a comment on not knowing where her real identity is and what her public identity is that that's just like a true testament to how yeah. how like the industry forces you to warp yourself.
2: Because also, if you think about it, like what I think, Billy, I don't like i like her like when she talks and stuff like i'm instinctively like i trust her as a person if that makes sense like i think she is genuine to a certain extent but i think she's really leaned into the cool girl Mm -hmm. trope like Mm -hmm. she's like i'm the cool girl so like and she probably is but like people are more like people Mm -hmm. are multifaceted she's not always cool girl all the time but when i have seen her in interviews and stuff i have noticed she's like a little more deadpan a little more like chill like laid back is the vibe that she gives um and i don't know and like her the way she dressed also in like baggier clothes but not just that she dressed in baggier but flashy clothes yeah yeah it was like very flashy very like dapper dan like um it was just logos like over
1: i would say oversized streetwear
2: yeah and um And that's also like kind of a cool girl. Like it's more masculine. It's more like, oh, I'm a cool girl. I wear sweatpants, which I don't think she meant it like that. I'm sure she was into it. I was into it for a while too. I was Mm -hmm. like, streetwear is it. I really like this. But also she probably like kind of fell out of that phase eventually. But now she has, she has Billie Eilish. He has her look, which is like people change. Like, I feel like it's a lot But that's what's so dangerous about it. Yeah, especially because she's my age or like even a little younger. I know that like when I was 15, I was not dressing the way I dress now. I wasn't dressing the way I dress now a year ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. so she's probably, I don't know. I don't know how authentic it is, but I'm sure there was a level of authenticity at first, but I don't know if she necessarily wants to stick with it. I think she might be just caught in the ropes.
1: I think that's really dangerous too, because like if if the identity that you formed at 15 years old is gonna stick with you for like the next five or 10 years and like the people that are, are running your your music production and promotion and tour and everything are like, we don't want you to change your brand. We're not gonna support you if you do. That's, that's oh my God, that's so terrifying.
0: You know what that ties into? What? Our next topic of Jojo Siwa. pom pom <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I was just talking about this because I feel like she's into I mean there are many things we need to talk about regarding Jojo Siwa, but first about her image. I feel like she's in way too deep with like the bows and the justice and the I like fine with it. Which, like, if this is her and she's, like, she, like, wakes up every morning and she's, like, I love this she's then good for her. But if, at this point, this has been her thing for, like, way too long and the industry is, like, no, you need to stay this way to appeal to, like, your little fan base, all the little girls, um, then that really sucks. Because she's, what, like, 17 now? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't think that it's always the industry. I think, to some extent, it's, like, that's, ha- like... Like, if someone was like, you have to wear bows every day and you'll have a fat house, like, so much money, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know if I would do it. I don't... But, like, is it that bad? Like, do we really think that there's that much of an identity crisis for her? Like I know, but does she, goes what to, she to wear she a
0: bow? Like black and white sometimes? She can't! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think
1: the difference between instance with someone like Jojo Siwa and someone like I guess Billie Eilish I mean it's honestly it is kind of hard to to distinguish between the two of them and like how they would react to to backlash or anything however Jojo's audience is children right so when Joe, like when jojo's going to decide that she's done with her act the response is going to be very akin to like miley cyrus like
0: i was just thinking dropping,
1: dropping i was just thinking that the the worst of the extent would be magazine articles publishing like oh, jojo is like going against whatever even then back then when miley was transitioning i think that gossip websites and um, tabloids were way harsher than they are currently I think that they got away with a lot more abuse and bullying back then so I, I think, think so yeah I think that Jojo if she were to drop the act the worst thing that would happen would be like her fans being disappointed and I don't even think that would happen because Jojo her her whole motto is like with her fans is like I I don't know, kindness, all, all values like that. I don't think that the stakes are as high because while they do have a huge cash cow, I think like their merchandise Company and net worth like it's like two billion dollars or something crazy like that Really? Yeah, they make so much money off of her face and just branding like underwear socks bows Holy sheets shit. backpacks everything that like kids will buy like jojo profits off of it i think that given how she post videos of herself on tiktok be, like being like bro this is just the way that i like to dress and i'm just even the, even if like you know she is a normal 18 year old at home like being proud of her identity online i think that shows that she has some control in it some say because mm-hmm. when i do see jojo talk and like, for example, when, oh my God, was okay, so Jojo Siwa is gay. We didn't, we didn't get to that. <laughs> we, we, we were tying her into the last conversation, but Jojo Siwa, she posted on um, a TikTok, uh, lip syncing, lip syncing the lyrics to Lady Gaga's Born This Way. And she was wearing like a, one of her rainbow shirts,
2: rainbow bow, rainbow lights in the background. and. Oh she definitely looked like she does i did not recognize all the rainbow that i thought it was just like rainbow to be rainbow <laughs> but but um the pe- lyrics were the lyrics were like the part where no
1: matter black white or gay let's be a transgender brain of- yeah that one that one thank yes thank
0: you so much
1: Amanda. <laughs> you're welcome um But she, yeah, so everyone initially wasn't sure if that was the message that she was trying to get across. Eventually, like, a bunch of, like, really other famous TikTokers were commenting in support. But she um, ultimately posted on her Instagram story, she reposted a photo of that her cousin posted of her wearing a shirt that said, best gay cousin ever. So she confirmed that she's gay. Um, That was a coming out post. Um, So, yeah that get that's that's where where this news topic has been coming from but i i many people speculated that you know she she is lgbtq in the past i remember seeing i remember seeing stuff like that, that and i was like huh um ended up being true she actually recently got out of a public relationship with a a boyfriend um i remember when she first came out i was thinking like guys is jojo gonna be the new ellen like what if she just like
3: oh my god what if she just
1: assumes all of like ellen's powers and just like is like for our generation she's she's the gay icon she she amanda i think you are brutally overstepping (laughs) i reject that I am rejecting that imagine, completely. Imagine in the blue the blue letters. JoJo.
2: That is a great talk show. Tyra, Ellen, The View. JoJo, like it fits. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else there is that it really fits. Yeah. She is isn't she the first like child not child like like her fan base is kids. Yeah. On TikTok obviously they see her and whatever do we think that she like is she the first openly gay well openly what gay Mm -hmm. or lgbtq person Mm -hmm. to have like a kid's fan base you know what i'm saying like she's young like she's and she just came out yeah
1: i i am having trouble thinking of an example but i would say she's the first of with like her magnitude of fame yeah and I guess influence because she has such a big market of kids watching her. Honestly, I think it's really great that she was able, she found herself in a position that she was able to do that. Like just like pers- on a personal level, yeah. on like a management level, like she has been in a space where she is like safe to do that. So that's like a really g- good thing to, to hear and to know. And it's also like, You know, every, it seems like every generation has like a star to look up to probably like my sister's generation, like, you know, Brittany was on in everyone's eyes all the time. Um, Like for us, I would say like, you know, Miley or another Disney star. Now we have Jojo for the upcoming generation. So all the children that have been idolizing her and who eventually do find out about this, they will have, you know, like LGBT representation of someone that like they're comfortable with and that, you know, they trust as a figure.
2: You know, what's interesting is that I feel like there is not, you said Disney and then I was thinking of like gay people Disney. I don't think there's that much like lgbtq representation in disney movies Mm -hmm. compared to like what i feel like the general like i where i feel like it should be i mean that's in okay how do i say this it doesn't even seem like they're trying to make an effort like i don't know i feel like right now is like we're at a time period where a lot of shows a lot of movies and stuff like they've caught so now they're like upping their representation, mm-hmm. but I feel like where is that with Disney, or at least in the in this like sexuality?
1: I remember the first. I think it was the first gay couple ever to air on Disney Channel was on an episode of Good Luck Charlie, and there was a whole really? bit about how the one of Charlie's friends, like her mom, would like dropped her off for a play play date, and then. They, they were like, Bob and Amy were having confusion over, over the mom, something like that. But the mom came back to pick up the kid. And then Bob was like, I thought like the other mom was so sweet here. And then they, then Bob and Amy end up being like,
2: oh, two moms.
1: she has two moms. Oh. Just like planting that little seed, little seed. For, cool. for all the kids. But I think that was like the first example of that. And that was
0: like, first example and that's
2: the best they can do yeah i don't know i also like it's just like weird like i don't know i feel like it's still not normalized within like television and like movies and shit
1: i would say for for our media that we consume yes but for children not at this point but that'd be i wonder if we're ever gonna live in a world maybe like by the time like we have kids or by the time our kids have kids but like we're like media with absolute representation like just in like like race like sexuality orientation if it's like going to be completely diversified and normalized and i wonder that how that will impact kids like who are growing up and like attitudes towards these issues that have caused a lot of problems politically and just in life (laughs) Like, I I wonder if, um, the world is becoming a more and more accepting environment, and if media will continue to, like, perpetrate that because, like, you're starting kids young.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think exposure is, like, a really big, like, just, like, knowing, like, yeah, exposure is, like, a really big thing. Representation is a really big thing, even in, like, I was watching a video about beauty standards, um... The overarching theme of the video was like, why are Eurocentric beauty standards the standard for everyone? Mm-hmm. And the gist of like what the video was saying was that even though within specific cultures, like certain features are considered beautiful, like overall the overarching thing, like the overarching theme is that Eurocentric features are considered more beautiful across the board. And they're dimor- like the ability to recognize different faces and like recognize sexual dimorphisms and stuff. Dimorphism Is like, like the different, like, Oh, characteristics. Characters okay. like male, female. If that that was words. a
1: pre-med
2: word. <laughs> but, um, like the ability to recognize faces basically yeah. is higher across all races and across all cultures for white people because white people is what they've seen right. for fucking ever and like right. representation. And so I think it really is like a matter of when you're used to seeing it, you don't like, there's no reason no to question questions. it, especially as a kid. Right, right. So
1: yeah, I hope that's exciting. I hope that's like the track that... Society is going to end up taking. Um, I think, a seg- little segue into our last news topic for today. Noah Beth. Noah Beth. TikTok hottie. TikTok Dixie Demelio boyfriend. But he was featured on Vogue. Featured in a photo shoot. Like, I think, like, several images uh, with, like, uh, Louis Vuitton. And I want to know what you guys, like, what you guys think of TikTok influencers, just like random media influencers in general, like, weaseling their way into what were once like highly acclaimed and respected, (laughs) like, like media platforms like Vogue.
2: What do you guys think of that? Honestly, like, I would see the stories on Snapchat and I would be like, there's, all these names and none of them, them are ringing a bell for me at all. I'm like I'm hanging on by a thread. Like who the f- cares? But I care about random people's sh- like I care about random people's like business. I don't know. It's wild to me, I guess that. These are just like freshly normal people. Like Yeah, yeah. Very normal. This like could be you like yeah. in a couple years, you know? Yeah. And like all of a sudden you're on a Vogue cover simply because you have a lot of followers. And you're sexy, I and mean, he's sexy too. He's yeah, so sexy. he is fine. Ooh, no Noah back.
0: back. Girl, no, <laughs> he's no. Sexy.
2: I'm confused though. I would like this cleared up. I thought that shoot was very like. I thought it was. It like, was very risque. I thought it was risque, and I thought of him more as like the guys from my high school. Like, is the vibe that I got from him like very like guys at your high school? No, not like not that. that they look like that, but just the like not really nothing. Just like okay, no no substance like no a, like a bro, no brain, like yeah, like not really risky, like into typical guy things yeah, and yeah. won't really
1: Just basic there's basic. This, there's this really funny audio. It's it's like it's a TikTok audio and it's like oh Michael,
2: poor Michael,
1: he doesn't have a clue not a single thought up there and like every <laughs> every video like that uses that sound has like no effect <laughs> yeah and the, there's a video of him dancing to like the the capital raid in the like in the background was the he news. actually doing he was, that he was there's a video i can pull it, i can show it to you after this he's he's just doing a tiktok dance there's a tv in the back with uh trump supporters staging a coup <laughs> and he's like he's like doing the renegade like like no no not a single thought in his brain not a single one i think it's really weird to see them infiltrate vogue yeah. i think it's like what credibility do these places even have if they're just going to determine who is fashionable by like popularity
2: and i feel like anna winch honestly i doubt that they want to do that Maybe they just can't... Avoid, and maybe they feel like that, too, but they just can't avoid... Like, they have to. Like, yeah. this is what the people want type of yeah. thing. Like, this is what's going to make like the money. Like, they want, they want... Like, they got to keep up with the times. <laughs>
1: Natalie's just gone. <laughs> Natalie has died.
0: Wait, wait, I'll be Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, as Natalie is gone, I think uh, we have reached the capacity let's finish up up. we have reached the capacity for today's episode guys we did not have a guest like we said we would we also didn't review zane's album we also
2: didn't get into trisha paytas which we were going to you guys don't
1: know that (laughs) that was gonna be like a whole like 20 minute conversation but you know what we'll push it off for next week it will still be relevant at that time um but thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for um supporting the the show follow what's at what's popping gw on instagram and comment uh clea redownload instagram so she can she can get on that make don't forget to say that um but yeah we'll we'll see you guys next week thank you so much for listening um amanda out
2: Bye. I don't think I'm doing that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Amanda.
2: K Dog out. I said it for her.